Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Behind Composed Doors podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things music, from game and movie music all the way to composition and music ed. My name is Ethan Smith, and I am your host. Today's topic is about the fear of failure. So please prepare yourself, and let's open the doors to today's podcast. Fear of failure. Everyone fears failure. That is just a part of life. But in the world of music, failure is the only way to succeed. For those of you who don't know, my name is Ethan Smith, and I am a music ed teacher. I teach music for middle school and high school. And one of the biggest struggles that I have with my students is their fear of failure. They do not want to try a lot of things because they fear that they will fail. And yeah, I understand their fear, but in the world of music, if you are not willing to make those decisions, to go above and beyond, to try something new, to go forth with full effort, they will never get better. They will never succeed. If you are a beginning middle school trumpet player, let's just say trumpet, If you are afraid even to attempt to make a buzzing noise in the mouthpiece, then you're never going to get better at making a sound through the trumpet mouthpiece. Now, the thing we want to try to avoid with all this is the excessive failure. If a trumpet player keeps trying and trying and trying to make a sound through the mouthpiece of a trumpet, and you know he can't, that's not a great thing. Maybe him making the mistakes and still failing is just him not knowing what to do or how to try it. Music is built off of nothing but failure. That is what practice is. Practice is failing. But every time you attempt and fail, you get less wrong. If you practice properly and you really focus one part at a time, those failures quickly become successes. The ability for a student or a musician in general, be able to identify those issues. Those are the true musicians, and those are the musicians who are going to be successful. If a student goes full forth and sings, even if it's all wrong, it is so much better than someone not trying to where you can't even hear them. I tell my students every single day, if I can't hear the mistakes, I can't fix them. That's just how it is. If I don't know that the Sopranos are actually singing a G sharp instead of a G, but I just can't ever hear them, can't really fix that. I mean, I'll notice, hey, I can't hear any of the Sopranos, but if it's only one person that isn't trying and trying to hide behind, I can't fix that. Like, I know what's wrong, but I don't know what's wrong about it, so I don't know how to go about fixing it. And I think one of the biggest areas that I've seen, at least with my experience teaching, when it comes to the fear of failure, is jazz. Kids are afraid to solo, first of all, which I totally agree. I don't like singing anything solo. I don't like playing anything solo, but that's part of what I had to do to get my degree and all that, so I toughened up and I got through it. And the part about that, first you gotta get them over that. If they're not comfortable even playing by themselves, that's a problem, especially in the musician's world. Yes, if they're in an ensemble, they won't have to do it as much but at the same time that's really not a good thing now when they get to the point of being comfortable playing now comes the point of failure 
the point of trying something without any background. I keep trying to get one of my uh, saxophone players to start doing some jazz improv, but they want to write it all out. They, they want to write their solo out and then perform that. It's like, no, that's not how improv works. Yes, that's awesome when we talk about composition and stuff like that. However, when it comes to the actual improv and actual playing, you know, in jazz, you know, John Coltrane didn't have sheet music in front of him with the entire solo and he played it exactly as written out. No, they just have the melody or the head or, you know, whatever part of it. And they just have to play whatever comes out. And that's kind of the one, the first biggest thing I have kids do is just play whatever. That gets them kind of useful to just making the mistakes and also gets them more used to playing by themselves. Now, when you actually want them to start succeeding, then you start giving them guidelines of, okay, look at the chords. All right, these notes, like let's say these three notes fit in this chord progression. Well, now you have them go from one to the other. Just play these three notes. No other notes. Just play those three randomly with whatever rhythm. And then all of a sudden, guess what? They're somewhat successful. Yeah, maybe one note isn't the best here, but it's better over there. Maybe it's better there, but not over there. But there is always that success, that bit of, oh, I know what's happening. I understand. This works. Then you get into, hey, let's add these in or this concept in. And then all of a sudden, those failures are just the new stuff being added. And then eventually it starts working and they're like, oh, I get it. It's kind of this idea of this revolving failure. You practice the basic here till they succeed. Then you put on the next layer of failure. And then you work on that until they succeed. And then you put on the next layer of failure. And then you work on that until they, su they succeed. And that's how us as musicians grow. I like to think to a lot of the uh, self-taught instrument players, like people who learn guitar by themselves or piano by themselves. They just, you know, do Google search, look at YouTube videos, and they just, I mean, they have to fail. You know, I can look at someone play, you know, a piano concerto a million times on YouTube, but I'll never be able to just, you know, sit at a piano and do all that. It would take, you know, playing at like 25% speed and like really slowly following along. But again, it's that they don't really have the same revolving failure. They're just like, here's my target and here's me pushing through this brick wall to get there until eventually maybe they either make it or they fall and burn and then they give up. So us as educators have to be the person to, you know, they talk about scaffold learning where you, you learn here, then you go here, and then you go here, and then you go back to that beginning but at a higher level. And it's again, it's that revolving failure where it's like, hey, you can't even make a sound on your, in on your instrument. So... Get them making a sound on just the mouthpiece till they can succeed there. Yes, it sucks. Yes, I understand that it's like doing the same thing for an hour straight until you can do it consistently. But once you can do that consistently and then you can put it into the instrument and make a sound, that is so much better than just giving them a trumpet and say, hey, buzz your lips into this because they learn to make just the sound of the mouthpiece. And then all they do is put the trumpet on and then all of a sudden they have to start doing partials. Then they start doing fingers. like Stuff like that where it's, again, that layeredness. But even in real life, you should never be afraid of failure. Even though you fail, like let's say you go to a job interview. Let's say I'm, I'm interviewing to be a teacher at blah, 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 high school. Well, let's say I go in, 
God, it's just been a horrible day. My car broke down on my way here. Uh, I spilled coffee all over my shirt. You just go in, be yourself. If they don't like you, well, that's them. If you don't like them, that's on you. You don't have to work there. You don't have to stay there. Think about how many schools there are in every single state. Think about how many schools there are in every single country. You don't have to go to that one that you don't like. Maybe you had a rough day. Well, okay, maybe you try again later. Or you go to another place and you do an interview there. Because there's always a place for you to try again. And there's always a place for you to succeed. I teach at high school, middle school, right? It was the first place I interviewed. But I went in, I was myself, they liked me, I liked them, the place just felt right. And guess what? I got the job and I'm super happy with where I'm at. I have admin who are super supportive and all that stuff. But if I didn't try, I would not be where I am today. If I was afraid of failure, I would not be where I am today. I wouldn't even have my bachelor's right now if it wasn't for failure. If I feared failure, I wouldn't have went to college. I would have just gone, you know, stayed working at a, as a car wash manager, just cleaning a car wash and counting money, and just basically sitting around all day making sure a car wash works. That's not a life I want to live. You gotta take chances. You can't fear failure. The second you fear failure is the second you will fail. The fear of failure is a fail in and of itself. You fail when you let failure control your life. Right now, this podcast, my very first podcast for the Behind Composed Doors. Guess what? I'm trying something new. Am I fearing failure? No. One person might listen to this. Zero people might listen to this. Maybe a million people will listen to this. I don't know. But the point is, is, you're, is I'm trying, as you should try too. If I feared failure, you wouldn't be seeing this today. I wouldn't have a website. I wouldn't be composing my own music. I wouldn't have a music YouTube. I wouldn't, you know, be teaching. I wouldn't have a bachelor's. I wouldn't have gone to college. Like, if you fear failure, you will never go up. The moment you fear failure is the moment you place a wall above, a ceiling above your head. The moment you fear failure, you fail. And people really need to realize that. If you do not try, you will never succeed. I could be, you know, a naturally gifted baseball player, but if I feared failure in baseball and never tried baseball, well, then you never realize you're, you know, a prodigy. You know, if we talk about football real quick, I know we're getting kind of off, off track, getting into, you know, NFL and all that. But if you think about it, Tom Brady, one of the best, 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 best quarterbacks of all time in the NFL. What if he feared failure? What if he feared failing in football? What if he never tried football? Where would we be at today if he didn't try football? Think about the presidents. Like George Washington, the very first president created an entire government, basically, and was the first ruler of said government. What if he didn't do that? What if he didn't try? If he did not try, then we would not be where we are today. Even if it failed, someone else would have tried something different, and they might have succeeded. Just like you can fail everything, yet still move forward. Fear of failure is a ceiling you do not want to place on yourself. The moment you can get rid of that fear is the moment 
that you can succeed and start moving forward. I hope you got something out of today. If not, uh, you can yell at me in the comments section down below. Message me on my website or whatnot. I hope you got something out of today. And I hope that you will try something new today, tomorrow, an hour from now, a year from now. But please try to just do something new. That is what I want you to do. Do something new and try. Do not fear what will happen if it doesn't work. Just try. That is all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed today's Behind Composed Doors. If you are joining me from YouTube, do not forget to subscribe and hit that like button. It really helps me out. If you would like to stay up to date on everything I am doing in the world of music, visit my website, www.ethansmithmusic.net. I cannot wait till our next look behind composed doors. I will see you there.